This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, welcome back. Rob Breckenridge with you. Now, last week, uh, there was a, a, a study put out, a report put out by the group Public Interest Alberta that reviewed some of the available guidelines for, or policies, rather, from, from school boards and whether they were in keeping with the guidelines laid out by the education minister concerning the implementation of Bill 10 and things like gay straight alliances. Now, some were, I suppose, better than others if your goal is to uh, get those policies in line with the guidelines. Now, meanwhile, in Edmonton or near Edmonton, uh, someone who runs a couple of independent Christian schools, the Independent Baptist Christian Education Society, um, Brian Caldwell is the pastor who runs those schools, and he made it very clear last week uh, that they've got no intention of meeting these guidelines. Now, it's been pointed out that this school has received millions in public dollars, so it doesn't make it a matter of public concern. Uh, on the line with us here for a few minutes, we have Education Minister David Egan joining us to talk about all of this. Minister, welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Okay. Now, we've talked to you about this before. Where, where are things at? Have, have all school boards, of all schools, as far as you're aware, uh, have they come up with policies? Uh, yes. Uh, we had a very good response um, with 61 school boards and independent schools sending in policies um, over the last few months and we've been working actively with them to ensure that they're following not just the letter of the law but the the spirit of uh, inclusive and safe and caring schools for everybody. And is it a case then you're you're going to review each of these policies and and maybe they'll differ maybe some will be more in keeping with the the spirit of the guidelines than others but you're going to review each on on its own merits? Yes well that's right and we want to make sure that of course, um, that the law is being followed. I mean, that's the purview of uh, the government, but also that the policies are developed at a local school board level. So um, it's not just a provincial um, single issue, but uh, we can work with individual schools um, so that they can not just write the policies, but uh, own them as well. All right. So what about independents, private, and I guess in this case, religious schools? Does the law still apply to them? Uh, yes, it does. Um, certainly, uh, Bill 10 and uh, GSAs, uh, it, it, the issue is very clear. So, you know, we've uh, worked with uh, boards and we will continue to do so. And over time, I mean, I've kind of approached this in a spirit of collaboration uh, from the beginning. It's been very successful so far. And that's the way I'm going to uh, carry on to ensure that we have safe and caring schools for everybody. All right. Well, and, and you're well aware of these two schools near Edmonton and this uh, school board, which has uh, made it known that they have no intention of complying with the guidelines. So yes. we're, we're, what's your response now? Um, well, I did send a letter to um, these two independent schools to uh, ask them to give us uh, a full accounting of um, how they intend to follow the, uh, um, the law. And uh, we'll go from there. Um, I sent the letter on Friday and uh, gave them a couple of weeks to, to sort through it, to work with my people as well. And uh, again, in the spirit of uh, uh, hopefully of uh, trying to do what's best for kids, um, I'm, I'm hoping that they will uh, come along with, the, uh, with what they need to do. You, you'd suggested last week that if, if there are schools or school boards not following the guidelines, that you would aggressively pursue them. So w- what does yep. that mean? Uh, well, you know, the letter wasn't a, ma- a manifestation of that for sure, um, just so um, people know um, at these independent schools um, the gravity of the situation. But um, also I'm certainly interested in 
ensuring that um, we try to work something out uh, without having to, uh, you know, resort to other measures that I have available to me through the uh, School Act. What about uh, funding? Would would funding be at risk, possibly? Um, well, yeah, that's one of the things that I can do. I mean, again, I'm looking for ways to make sure that kids have a safe and caring environment, um, that um, school is open and, and productive, and, um, you know, that's uh, the optimistic spirit in which I always pursue things in general, and uh, in this case specifically, too. Obviously, it speaks to the existence of religious schools. It's not just uh, Baptist or evangelical private schools. No. There, are, there are Jewish schools, Islamic schools in Alberta yes. as well. But this law applies to all of them. Uh, yeah, it sure does. And uh, I have had uh, very good response from different uh, faiths you know, to uh, uh, their assurances that they would comply with the law. And so, um, yeah, I mean, you know, always when we are doing these things, we got to take it back to the kids, right? Um, we're dealing, talking about dealing with a very vulnerable population that uh, wants to uh, ensure that they have a, a safe and caring environment uh, available to them. And so there's no exception on that. I mean, discretion is is uh, not uh, negotiable when it comes to the letter of the law. Do you think it means that religious schools have to compromise on, on their values? Well, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, we ultimately are working for kids and to, uh, I mean, you can, I, I certainly recognize religious um, uh, intentions and uh, for, for different schools. And uh, I don't think that uh, the two things have to be exclusive. Um, I believe that there's always a way by which we can uh, work these things out. But, um, you know, uh, religious uh, independent schools uh, need to know that uh, they uh, are not immune from the law either. Okay. Well, I mean, your, your deadline for school submitting policies was, was some months ago. So, yeah. I mean, and, and this still lingers. When, when do you have, hope to have all of this resolved by? Well, it's an ongoing process, Rob, and uh, I'm, I'm not uh, one that would use a deadline uh, like this um, in, in an uh, absolute term, but um, certainly uh, the school started, right? And so part of the reason I sent a letter out to uh, students in general was just to remind them that certainly the province of Alberta, um, along with their school board and their individual teacher and their principals, all will be there to uh, help them along and so um, I think that it's it's clear that um, people are not immune from the law but it's also clear that uh, for the vast majority of Albertans and for the vast majority of schools for that matter teachers parents um, that they're looking for uh, ways to which we can accommodate for a very vulnerable and uh, otherwise um, uh, a, a population of uh, young children that needed some help. All right. Minister, appreciate making some time for us here today. Thanks for this. Yeah, no worries. I'm All right. just up in Fort McMurray here right now. It's, oh, is that uh, right? It's great. We have uh, opening days for schools. And, um, you know, there's just so much hope and optimism in the air because people want to get back to, to normal up here. So uh, yeah, okay. it, was, it was a great day. Oh, well, it's good day. to hear. Thanks again. Yeah, Appreciate thanks. it. David Egan, Alberta's Minister of Education, uh, as mentioned uh, on the line uh, with us uh, here today in Fort McMurray where, yeah, I'm sure that's, that's uh, a welcome sight. Uh, schools opening once again in that community. Uh, coming up after 1 o'clock, as mentioned, we'll talk about this debate in Brentwood uh, around planting new trees, and we're going to hear from one resident who's uh, making the case against new trees. And it's uh, an interesting idea she's laid out. Uh, so we'll hear her concerns and what others in the neighborhood make of it and what you make of it as well. It's certainly getting a lot of attention. Uh, and not necessarily uh, in a flattering way.
shall we say. So we'll talk about that coming up after 1 o'clock. We'll have more time for your calls coming up in our next hour as well. 403-974-8255 is our telephone number. Keep those texts coming as well. 770-770. We'll try to read some of those. Uh, we're going to break uh, for the top of the hour. Before we get to the 1 o'clock news, though, it is time now for Great Ideas. Brought to you by Park to Go Value Valet. No need to search for an empty parking spot with door-to-door drop-and-go valet service. Reserve and save at parktogo.ca. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.